Marcus Pearson opened his eyes. The render distance began to load up the chunks in his surroundings as he gazed around at the trees he was surrounded by. This was the world he had always known. The world of Minecraft. Marcus was a pro here. He knew what he was doing and that he was going to beat this game one day. Most notably, not dying. He started off collecting wood from the trees around him. As he walked around, he made note of his scenery, trying to determine what biome he spawned in. He spent his time collecting as much wood as he could, ending up with one full stack of oak wood and almost half a stack of spruce wood. He converts them all into wood planks and makes a crafting table, using it to make a sword, a pickaxe, and an axe. He uses the axe to get more wood while using the sword to hunt down any animals he came across in the forest. He's specifically on the lookout for sheep as they can provide him with the wool he needs to craft a bed. Sadly, he only finds one sheep and continues on hunting. He looked up to find the sun was well past midday and might set soon. He got to a good height on top of the tree and looked around to see if he could find a good place to spend the first night. He had enough materials to build a decent box house but wanted to find a safe place to settle down. He found the terrain switching from forest to mountain biome, not far from where he is standing. He hopped across the tree chops, quickly crossing the forest biome and approaching the edge of, mount of the mountain biome. He ventured in between a valley created by two neighboring mountains. They both towered high up into the sky, their peaks barely visible from the ground where Marcus Pearson stood. He found a nice pond that could act as a good water source and decided to make his house right there in between the two mountains so they could protect him. He started placing and making adjustments to his house. He was so absorb absorbed in his work that he didn't even realize when night had fallen. He quickly made his way into the house and stood by the door. Sword in hand, he patiently waited for the night to end. As he was waiting, he occasionally made one block holes to act as windows so he could look outside. He could see all the mobs spawning and walking around outside. Marcus Pearson turned his attention away from the window for just a moment, but when he turned back around, he came face to face with the spider. He swung his sword, sending the spider back, while he himself cautiously stepped backwards, waiting for the spider to charge forward so he could hit it once again. The spider began to move towards him, and just when he was about to hit the spider, something hit him in the shoulder. His gaze quickly darted towards the window, Behind him, seeing a skeleton there, standing bow in hand, drawing another arrow to fire. Marcus Pearson quickly burst into action, opening the door and rushing outside to kill the skeleton first, as it would cause him the most trouble. As he engaged the skeleton, some skeletons and zombies gathered around him, slowly approaching him. He decimated all of them, leaving nothing but bones and rotten flesh around him. It was as if he was the god of war himself, leaving nothing alive. He was unstoppable! As he was feeling confident about his victory, he turned to look towards the forest biome. From it, he saw a swarm of mobs coming towards the valley. He quickly bottled his overconfidence and tossed it into the pond beside him. There was no way he was going to be able to be survive that many mobs. He quickly headed out into this He quickly headed into his house, just now realizing that he had left the door open during his mad rush. As he stepped inside, he lost a heart of health. He turned to face a spider on his left. He fought it off, but just as he was about to deal the final killing blow, 
he heard a hissing sound behind him. He just barely turned to see a creeper seconds away from blowing up standing beside him. All the color drained from his face as he tried to run away, bracing for the impact that was going to occur from this creeper's explosion. The creeper exploded with a deafening boom, blasting away a quarter of Marcus Pearson's house. His crafting table and chest had both been caught in the blast, and he himself lost half of his total health. Marcus Pearson rushed to collect all the broken materials and dropped items. Tears rolled down his face as he couldn't believe the house he had spent his time working on just a couple hours ago had been reduced to this state. He wanted to stay and rebuild, but he knew that would be impossible with the approaching swarm of mobs. He swiftly departed and delved deeper into the mountain bottom. As he traveled, he slowly recovered his lost health, cautiously going through the mountains, not daring to go into any cave system, as he had no sources of light. As he was nearing the edge of the biome, he looked up to see the sun rising up from the horizon. Day 2 Marcus Pearson could see a flat plains biome up ahead. He was fairly high up the mountain and could spot some small trees that looked like a swamp biome to the west and remnants of the forest biome he had spawned into the east. He found a waterfall trailing down the mountain and used it to slowly slope down to the ground. The waterfall merged with a river at the base of the mountain. Marcus Pearson made a boat and traveled across the river, coming to a stop just before it merged together with the ocean. There he found a village that had a blacksmith. He got out, swam to the bank, and walked up to the village. By this time, he really wanted to sleep, so he tried to sleep, but the message, You may not rest. There are monsters nearby, gave him a flashback to his old house. Knowing he was a hero-type guy, he ran outside to see a zombie attacking an iron golem. He quickly got out his stone sword he found in the village and ran to the rescue. He quickly realized he was too powerful for this. He jumped off a piece of the ground, jetting up, landing a 7.5 hard damaging hit. He made the grave mistake, however, of hitting a villager instead of the zombie. He realized the iron golem could be after him. With little time to spare, he got his stuff, including a lot of beds, and left the village in his boat. Marcus Pearson was detrimental. He had no real home, and the places he'd been to were dangerous for him. He then realized he made an even bigger mistake. He didn't kill the iron golem! He tried to turn back, but realized he was a thousand blocks away. He quickly started to dig straight down, which is a rule he broke, even though Minecraft has no unwritten rules. As he dug, he began to lose a bit of food. He quickly filled it up. A few blocks passed, and then he fell, quite ironically, into lava. He quickly tried to get out. He had no iron to make a bucket out of and no water to place. 
as he healed himself, he realized if he hadn't left the food bar alone while he was digging, he would have died. He found a full stack of coal lying around in the cave he was in and find, found 32 iron ore. First, he crafted his tools, then his armor, but realized he had just enough for protection, but he needed a bit more for the bucket. He stripped mined and found a ravine. He quickly jumped down, placing a few blocks really quickly to stop him from taking too much fall damage. He managed to live on three hearts, but was ambushed by a skeleton, a zombie, and two creepers. He got to two hearts with the skeleton and got a half heart with the zombie. He quickly sprinted for his life with one creeper almost exploding. He healed up a lot and came back with full health and an almost broken stone sword, which is what he decided to use to fight the mobs, and then fought the creepers. He then found a few more bits of iron and quickly created a bucket. He did want a diamond pickaxe, thinking about possibly taking the portal with him. He mined out a hundred by hundred square, finding sixteen diamonds. Going to the nether, he was prepared for him to explore. He had one thing missing, a shield. He crafted that, and went on the hunt for a lava pool. Fortunately, he had fallen into a lava pool before around the ravine, and so quick, quickly created a portal. He had gotten a flint from the village, and the last iron was used to create the flint and steel to light the portal. Last thing to do, he walked into the portal. Welcome to the Nether. Marcus stepped out of the portal straight into lava. He jumped back and went into more lava. He placed blocks around him so he could walk to the ground. He sprinted, hoping to find a fortress. He first decided he would take the portal, knowing that his bad luck so far. After all, that's why he created the diamond pickaxe. He found the fortress after sprinting 500 blocks, killing 10 wither skeletons, and getting ten wither skeleton heads, which were useless to him, and had ten pieces of food. He went in and killed five blazes, but none of them dropped the blaze rod. He finally got five blaze rods from, like, seven blazes, and crafted ten blaze powder. He was on four hearts, and had one piece of food, enough to get him to seven hearts. He built his portal again, because he was way too scared of the nether now and said goodbye to the nether. Day 4 He came out of the portal, and it was nighttime, but light was around him. He looked down and saw lava. He jumped across the lava and walked onto the ground. He started to walk, searching for endermen. He found ten in one area, but only one enderman dropped an enderpearl. He quickly made an eye vendor and threw it. It went south, but the eye broke. He started sprinting it in that direction for a hundred blocks before searching for more enderpearls. He found two endermen, both of whom dropped an enderpearl. He crafted the eye again and threw it, and it went diagonally into the ground, though he first wanted to get more enderpearls. Knowing he may get lost, he built a very big tower and came down using water. 
He walked in search of more ender pearls and f- found three outside of the chunks he could see. He realized he couldn't see the tower and decided to head back. He went down in the stronghold that the eye had found. He found a couple of chests and found three ender pearls, which he crafted into eyes. He then found the portal room and found two already inside. He needed two more pearls to get the entire portal lit. He started to roam the stronghold, looking for more chests and more pearls. He found one enderman who didn't drop any, but one minute later, he found an enderman that did. He waited a bit, mining for a few more diamonds before going back. He walked right into an enderman, killed it, got the pearl, and jumped up, placing the eye into the frame and plopping right into the end. Marcus spawned on an obsidian platform a few blocks away from the island. He could have tried a four-block jump, however, the void, if he fell, would make him lose all of his work. When he stepped on the island and looked up, ten obsidian towers loomed over him, with end crystals that could heal the dragon and a bedrock fountain in the center. He got to work by taking his... Marcus had forgotten his bow and arrows, and could not go to the overworld again to get them, The next best option was to make a thin line over the void a thousand blocks long to get to an end island and hope for a bow and a few arrows. He knew it would be stupid to go over the void. Although the elytra could have helped him defeat the dragon, it would risk losing all of his work, so he stuck on the main island. He ended up just climbing up and hanging it with his sword. He took consecutive hits, getting him to two and a half hearts consecutively. He once healed up, but was thrown up by the dragon mid-tower. He successfully, somehow, got back by placing water down on the tower. He was one end crystal away when the dragon almost hit him into the void. He went up again and tried again. And he was immediately shot up again. This time, he couldn't survive the fall with full health. Half a heart had been his number one worry in the end. He went to fill it up, but an enderman was after him. And had he hit, he would have died. He quickly got up four blocks and tried to heal. However, when he got five hearts, he was hit off his pillar. He quickly towered five blocks and tried to fight him. Marcus successfully defeated the Enderman, and Dragon had three-fourths of its health. He had been continuously just hitting it with his sword when the Ender Dragon was in the bedrock fountain in the middle. He took one and a half hearts by jumping off the five-block pillar. He made a jump up and a hit on the dragon, but was shot up. Marcus walked in the air towards an obsidian platform. He went to pull out his water bucket, but got his diamond sword. He hit the obsidian platform with one heart to spare. He healed his health bar up, and within a few seconds, jumped. He spammed his water bucket, hoping it would place water down and he would land in it. He accidentally switched from his water bucket to his sword. With seconds left, he went back to the water bucket and tried extremely hard not to do anything else but place the water bucket. He managed, just barely, to land in the water. He ran across and made a blow to the dragon. Then he remembered the beds. He quickly pulled one out and tried to sleep. 
it blew up into massive flames, and the dragon's health went to a point where he could hit it a few times and kill it. Sadly, the dragon flew away, but came back. This time, Marcus was ready. He had the bed set up already, and all he had to do was wait. When the dragon reeled round to face the bed, he exploded it. One hit remaining, and with his sword at one year ability, he hit the dragon, and it rose up and fell into many pieces. This had been what his life had led up to. He looked at the bedrock fountain, now with the same black background as when he had went into the end. He towered up and jumped into the fountain.